Welcome to another Stay Woke podcast presented by the Son of Breakdown.com. This is D Ray Brinson, and we got your boy William West in the building one more time. Thank you for having me again. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, so, I want to thank everybody for checking in for another Stay Woke podcast. Um, let's get right into it today. Today, we're going to give the ladies some love. You know? Okay. Okay. Because the ladies need love too. Actually, they need love more. And you know I'm about the ladies, right? And, and exactly. Will's about the ladies. If you didn't know, I learned from you actually. <laughs> I'll, I'll put that out there. I'll give you. I'll give you props on that. I learned from you. And he's lying. <laughs> he's lying. <laughs> but we're gonna give uh, some of the female lyricists some love today, and highlight the 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 female MCs out there that should be getting more love than they are. Uh, you know, in the in a previous podcast, we gave love to the New York rappers. So we're going to give love to the female rappers. Is that what we're going to do today? That's what we're going to do. Let me put a disclaimer out there real quick before you get into uh, to your discussion and your list. I'm really, 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 really picky about female MCs. Mm. Reason why. I was going to ask you, why is that? Reason why is because I grew up listening to real dope dope as lyricist i'm just gonna say lyricist in general yeah because before i even say the the the, uh the gender the gender right we don't need to qualify if you a dope mc you a dope mc if you a dope mc you a dope a kid adult you can be an alien if you can spit you can spit a dope mc is a dope mc um with that being said being such a fan of hip-hop being such a i'll even say it and raise my hand i'm such a hip-hop nerd um, I'll go ahead and shout out some names that I grew up on and that I cherish and I hold on as, as, as a top list of mine favorites. You know, straight off the list in no order. You know, Rod Digger. Ooh. Uh, Lauren Hill. Woo! Speak to him. Speak to him. Missy Elliott. Woo! Even Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Rest in peace. Uh, who Shit, else? I'm going to hit you with Eve. Eve. MC Light. MC Light, Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah on on some real. Hey, if you sleeping, just cause you she sing I now. T-Y. Just cause she sing now. Don't 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 sleep on Queen Latifah. Just Latifu. cause she on TV, don't get it twisted. Yeah, she has she had them lyrics, bro. She she had them real dope 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 lyrics. She MC was, Light though, MC Light. Yeah, MC Light was MC was, Light. To me, that's that's like that's the epitome. Of, that's the holy grail. Yeah. So let that be said. I just want to just start off with that. Before you get into the list, I'm just gonna let you know that I'm really, really biased. And when I, and I'll, I'll even be super honest and show you. I'll even bring you into my world on how I listen to music. If I listen to a female MC and it's brand new, and she spits two bars, I'm already either engaged or I'm turned off. That's real. So I'll just let you know. But right. let let's 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 get into it, man. All right. So. uh we gonna start the list off with a heavy, heavy hitter. Like Ooh. I don't mean by weight, I mean by dropping them lyrical bombs. Is she thick? She is thick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rhapsody does look nice. I'm just putting that out Ooh, there. Oh, Rhapsody. She's, okay. Shout out to she's Rhapsody. An attractive, she's an attractive lady. She's beautiful. No disrespect. She's beautiful. Um, she's beautiful inside and out. Um, seriously, on a, on a serious note, Rhapsody to me, right now for me. She's the MC Light of the game right now. Mm. She's the MC Light in this game right now. She's mm. that one. And what? Let let me let me rewind a little bit and go. The first time I heard Rhapsody and really knew who she was and understood it was when I heard uh, Kendrick Lamar's um, uh, "Oh My Gosh" colors. Okay, that's when you started paying attention. That's when I was like. You were tuned in. Whoa. Who is this? Like, she killed it on that track. Like, literally, I talked about it. My other partner from high school, uh, Matt, we talked about it. I was like, yo, who is this? Like, I, I literally, I heard the song, and I sent him a text and said, yo, who is this? Who is Rhapsody? <laughs> and he was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> and we just both started doing our research because... Like you said, when you said those two verse verses, the two verse uh, lines, in that song, the, the two verse lines, I was like, that's it, instantly. I'm She's engaged. That dope. I'm engaged. I, I have to know 
what she what else she gonna say? What else is she gonna talk about? That's the dope meter. That's that's how you that's how you can gauge she, that. She she literally yeah. went in, and then from that point on, I checked out. Um, and and again, I, I want to give uh, praise to Matt because he's the one that put me on. To, is he let me know that they re released Beauty and the Beast, and so I deluxe checked the version. album out, the deluxe version. And yeah. when I checked that out, I was like, Yo, she's not just a one line wonder. She's not just a one verse wonder. She's killing it on this album. Yeah, that whole album. I I praised it several times on this podcast. I praised it several times on the on uh, the SonicBreakdown.com website because I can go back to that album anytime and I can play it one through the, the whole album because she lyrically kills it. The beats, her production that she chooses, is amazing. Uh, again, I I just can't overstate it. She's she's just dope. The first line on that song is. I uh, <laughs> I skip uh, I skip on water I could walk on ice. If hell froze over, I still, still be, be nice. nice. Like that line right there, that's the first line, the very first line in the album. And I was like, "Woo!" <laughs> I was like, "She's spitting fire." I gotta give props to first and foremost. I gotta give props nice to, wonder. to to no first. Just going back to what you were stating when you when you first heard her, when you first heard and started paying attention, you were tuned in. I gotta give props to Kendrick. To yes. actually put her oh, on, and it was actually complexions. I'm sorry, not colors. It's complexions. Yeah. I got to give him props for for bringing her into his uh, listeners, and to even brand new listeners to her. Yeah, because I wouldn't have found her if it wasn't for yeah. him. And and I want to thank, like you said, thank you, Kendrick, for doing that. Yeah, yeah, because because yeah. he because he didn't have to do that. Yeah. And and he actually said it, you know, she's doing her thing, she's dope. I respect, you know, dope MCs and, and, and it's just like it's real recognized real at that point. Exactly. And he, he, he said in an interview, I wanted to get her on. Like he didn't have to do that. That that that's to me that's a random put on compared to all yeah. his other projects. But he did it. You know and what I'm she fit. And it's yeah. not and, and it's it, not and it fit. And it's not like he just put her on to put her on. Yeah. He put her on because she was good. It worked. She uh, deserved it. She it deserved that spot. And she as you were saying, she fits that song. She fits the song perfectly. Her content fits the song. Her style fits the production. It was a, it was a good. It's it's just an overall good song. Mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast is an overall. It's a very good album. Awesome project. And even before that, the idea of beauty, which again, based on Kendrick putting her on complexions opened my world up to so many more music based on that because like I said and that's what it should do that's what exactly. hip hop does and that's 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 the beauty of when it when we were kids that's what it did exactly. you, you listen to one person it led you to another one Ex- you buy that album you open up that book and you like you fall in love with the whole kind of just vibe the whole connection you start putting the dots together man exactly that's how I fell in love with Wu Tang I, I listened to Method Man and I was like oh yeah. wait you part of a group yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like he's just one component of a group yeah so I was like, oh, I got to check out RZA. I got to check out Ghostface. I got to check out Rick One. I got to check out... Put the check dots out. together for hip-hop, Exactly, man. and it opens that door. And then you're like, oh, well, Method Man did a song with Red Man. Let me check out Red Man. Then you check out Red Man, and you're opened up to a whole new world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then it, it just... That's the beauty of music. That's the beauty. It brings people together. Um, and like I said... Thanks, like you said, thank you to Kendrick for opening the doors to give me the And then before that, for sure, you know, I got to give it up to... Uh, to her producer, overall kind of founder, and, and and one that's been vouching for her in the game, and I'm a big hip hop head, and I'm a I'm a big head on just producers in general. So Ninth Wonder, man, Ninth Wonder is the one that's pushing her um, for the forefront, and 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 man, everybody's saluting her. All the OGs are saluting what she's doing right now, uh, and what she's been doing, because it's not right now where she's she's been hot. Yeah. No, she she has a catalog, so definitely yeah. go into that catalog. Check. Go into mixtapes. Go on YouTube. Check out the interviews. The whole works for yeah. sure. Definitely, the, at least the, these two albums, I know for a fact, for me, I consider dope. Beauty and the Beast and the Idea of Beauty. Both of those albums are very well done, and you can see the growth from the Idea of Beauty to the to Beauty and the Beast. That doesn't mean Idea of Beauty is. Uh, subpar or anything like that but again just because you see growth that doesn't mean that one project is less than another mm-hmm. it just means that you can see the elevation you can see the progression um like re- and read the review that i did on beauty and the beast um on the sonic breakdown.com i did it under uh 
the top 10 albums of 2015. I, I, I put it up there because, again, I thought it was that well done. Lyrically, she's coming with it. Will just said she has Ninth Wonder as a producer. That tells you all you need to know, production-wise. It's a done deal. It's, it's, it's done. And he's just not the only one. Exactly. But when you get that high caliber of a producer, That's it's a done deal. Yeah, it's a done deal. The production on that album is high class. The lyrical content is high class. The concept is high class. Everything is very done is is done very well. Stamp of approval. One of the things, one of the tracks that I do want to mention that, like, um, resonated with me um, e- immensely was the man. Um, so let me give you some background into the man. Is is that the the man is about a story basically about a young man that has has to take care of his family because he's the man of the house. With that being said. That is something somewhat I can relate to is because I didn't my father wasn't around when I was young. I had two younger brothers that I helped um take care of and 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 I don't I don't want to say raise but help help maintain. Um so that idea of that mentality that you and is it is and it's a mentality that you adapt. It's not a mentality that you're innately given. It's you realize there's a point at least in my life there was a point that it came to where I realized like all right, you know, my situation is different than I see in other people's. I see that they have a dad, they have a mom, and they take care of the kids. Mm-hmm. In my situation, it was my mom and us. Mm-hmm. And so I realized that's a lot of responsibility on her. And I don't know if at that point I can articulate it to the extent that I can now, but I did feel that responsibility of, yo, I got to grow up. Like, there's no, Real yeah, I can, I, can, I can play, I can do this, but like, shit gets to get done. Like yeah. things have to happen. Like, no, yo, you got to get home. Yo, you got to do your homework. All right, I'm gonna cook this dinner because mom's at work. Like, your mind changes and that affects you. And she captures that emotion, that mentality, to to even a different degree than I had to because even though I took on those responsibilities, luckily we had a strong support system with my grandmother, my aunt, my uncle even though they weren't in the same state as us, that we had that support system by means if financially, if we needed something really, really bad that we needed to take care of, like we were in a bind, yeah, we can rely on them. The situation that she talks about in the story is somebody that doesn't have that support system. If they get in a bind, he got to go hustle. He got to make it happen. Like, because cats got to eat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to force movement. Yeah, like you have to force movements. And that, from that perspective like that's what i'm saying like even though it resonated with me and my situation even isn't nowhere near that ex- to that extent things were where i did have to make sacrifices and things of that nature it really brought those emotions out of me and it allowed me to 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 again resonate with the song even deeper and that to me shows the realness of the song that her her storytelling ability that it allows you to connect um those are the things that to me stick with me when it comes to hip hop. Um, like I said in a, in a previous podcast about Ghostface Killer with the song with Mary J. Blige, mm-hmm. like that song resonated with me because it related to some of the situations that I was living in. And this resonated with me because based on some of the situations, again, that I was living in. So, like, it gives you real life stories, but again, she presents it in a manner because she's not this little boy. She can't be this little boy. She's a, she's a grown woman. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but she can relate that story that somebody that wasn't that position can feel it. And to have that ability to emote those feelings in a situation that you've never been in, but that maybe you have observed, to me takes skill as well as the fact that she did it the way she did it over the beat and what and what the the story sig- signifies. Because there's a lot of kids out there that are in those situations. There's a lot of uh, single parent families out there that are dealing with these things and if this song can give them hope that you know they can do better or that there is another way out or that you know there's other aspects or other avenues for them to to go on then that's something we should look into um you know and that we should praise her for for having the ability to to have that storytelling ability because one of the foundations of hip-hop is storytelling and not everybody can do it and no, no, no. We know. <laughs> we know not everybody can do it. It's a very hard... It's Sorry, Drake. It's a very hard thing to do. It's a, 
it's a it's a very hard thing to do and that's my one of my favorite rappers tend to be storytellers because i do understand how hard that is to do um as well as to do it in rhyme shout to slick rick slick rick the nice. storytelling uh they just had the anniversary of it i believe last week so you know brush up on your history if you don't know the art of storytelling um storytelling part one and part two slick rick check it out rakim Nas. uh the list goes on and on of uh, dmx, DMX. <laughs> hey look at that the great one thing like those are and when it and when you ask any any real hip-hop head they'll tell you that storytelling MCs tend to be higher on that list than not because real MCs understand the, how incredibly hard it is to have a complete story that you can follow from front to back that rhymes and started from scratch and That's exactly the started from thing, scratch man. started from nothing have there yeah basically rap city with that song to me was William Shakespeare you know what I'm saying she's telling the story just as well as he did you know what I'm saying but she won't get that credit but that's the life of hip hop yeah in due time um i do want to say uh give some background information on rap city uh she is from durham north carolina so she's uh somewhat of a south uh rapper but she has very strong new york roots um you can just tell by her flow her her cadence her rhyming schemes Nothing taken away from the South, but that might explain um, some of her storytelling abilities. Because we can the just South say it's country. We can is, just say it's country yeah, overall. Just is known for their storytelling. Just because she's not fully South. I I never I never understood that. I, ne- I never I never uh, uh, said that North Carolina South Carolina is 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 South, but it's it is. It's, 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 those regions Trust me, always. When I was me living confused. in Atlanta, they consider they consider <laughs> yeah. that's that's South. So yeah, but, but um, yeah, it's country she, overall. Um, yeah. Uh, like we said, Ninth Wonder is a, a crucial part of her uh, of her of her crew. Um, also, uh, she toured with Fonte. Um, one of the tracks, brother. One yeah, one of the tracks that I heard earlier um, with Rhapsody was with Mac Miller. Um, yeah, that's an awesome, dope track. Yeah, so that's that's another track that that they got I, two I, together. Yeah, that I found out after um, the complexions with Kendrick. Um, I do want to mention as well. Which as, one are you talking about? Is it extra extra? No, uh, I did hear that, but I heard yeah. um, uh, 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 real G's is, don't fall in love. Uh, it is slipping my mind right now. It is roundtable discussion. Okay, with a uh, cool kids too, um, and that 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 was and that's off of the idea of beauty. Um, so I just want to say that she she has a diverse uh, ability of. Productions that she can write over, that she can go over. It's just that those really hard-hitting, uh, classic type of hip hop. I feel like she excels at the best. Um, not that again, she's diverse in her production that she can write over. Those are just the best ones that she she uh, excels at. Um, wh- some of the rappers that she and even before finding this information out, again, if you look at the SouthernBreakdown.com. Um, she cites Jay Z, Most Def, Lauren Hill, MC Light as her musical influences. When in my review, I say I hear MC Light, Lauren Hill, Queen Latifah, and Rakim. That's what I heard without knowing her influences. And now hearing her influences, it makes sense because Most Def is Most Def, Jay Z, Lauren Hill, MC Light, or some variations of what I said. Um, Most Def's a storyteller too. Um, uh, underrated storyteller in, in, in my book um, he's a dope MC just period um, or as he's going now is Yasin Bey yeah. um, either way whatever you his mama called him most deaf I'm gonna call him most deaf okay <laughs> I can't accept the new name it's always gonna be most deaf it's always gonna be most deaf so that's what I knew him as I just tend to go back to, to that but um, either way it goes I respect him I, I, I respect his lyrical abilities but going back to Rhapsody, I think she's worth listening to. I, to me, again, like I said, I think she's killing the game when it comes to female MCs right now. Um, if you haven't checked out Beauty and the Beast, definitely, definitely, definitely check that album out. A moment in science right now for everybody to go download that right now. One. Okay. Okay, they got it. <laughs> um, that is a, that's an album you need to listen to from front to back. 
nonstop. Like I said, from first line to the last line, she goes in. Yeah, and it, it, it is an album that you can listen to from beginning to last, even through the small in-between skits. Yeah. Perfect. Um, Perfectly put together. Check out her, her discography. Check out The Idea of Beauty as well. That's a really good album as well. Um, uh, she has a, a mixtape uh, called The Return of the B-Girl. Um, that's something that you should also check that. out. Classic. That, that, that's a good album. Um, so just check out her discography. She's really worth listening to. You know, give her some love. Give her some shout outs. You know, buy the album. Download the album. Listen to the album. Give her the love she needs so that she can get to the to the platform that she deserves to be on. She's a, she in my eyes she deserves to be on the same platform, the same pedestal as Kendrick. Um, that's just that's just I'm just being real. Like I think she's that good. Um, they're in different lanes. They do have similar content, but they are different lanes. But they deserve that to me. They deserve the same amount of buzz. So give give her the same buzz that you give him. Yeah. Um, you know I'm gonna continue to to praise that album, uh, Beauty and the Beast, until eventually the world knows it as well as as I do. Because um, as Will knows I constantly tell people about that album Because um, again I think it's really that good uh, Two thumbs up from me I salute her She's the female Kendrick She's the female J. Cole Yeah. She's of the same I would say uh, uh, Class Come um, from the same cloth Yeah 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 So definitely I, I definitely um, Put my vouch on that one For sure And I think we can end the podcast now <laughs> on just Rhapsody. <laughs> uh, just, just Rhapsody, we can end it. We could, oh, but man. we should give some more females some love. Some, some bro, we got a list. After after Rhapsody, we have a list. Huh? Yeah, we got it. We got it. We got a little. We got a little list. We got to keep going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's let's. The next one on the list is Remy Ma. Yes, uh, Remy Ma has been around for a minute. My uh, favorite. Um, she's she she would have. I think she would have been a lot more relevant. Excusing her um, vacation, yeah, we'll call it a vacation. Uh, a vacation not of her own doing. Well, it is of her own doing, but not of her own volition. Let's rephrase that. Yeah, allegedly. Um, allegedly, I don't know. I wasn't there, so I don't know what happened. But um, as yes. we know, Remy yes, Ma she went was, to jail. Yeah, she went to jail. She was released. Um, I Prison. knew. I knew about Remy Ma through Terrace Squad. Yes, um, that 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 was my introduction to Remy Ma through Terror Squad. Terror yeah, Squad, the, specifically Fat Joe. The first time, and and, and rest in peace, uh, Big Pun. Big Pun is actually the person that actually found her. Oh wow! Uh, related to her and brought her to the crew, brought her to uh, Fat Joe's attention. So Big Pun found her. Big wow. Pun was in no position of being a CEO or or A and R at, at any time, but that was his move as that position, right? Um, but mean, he, he he brought he, he brought it. Talent. Yeah, he saw the talent, so he definitely brought that. Um, definitely brought her to uh, uh, Fat Joe to the rest of the Terror Squad. And the first time I heard uh, Remy Ma was on a uh, it was on um, on the Yeah Baby um, yeah. album, uh, <laughs> which is which which was released after Big Pun's death. So right before Pun passed away, he recorded this album, his second album. Um, and put her on and that's when she was introduced to the world man so ever since then i was like yo pun has passed pun died you know i, I grieved but the next one to carry the torch with that same kind of love for hip-hop for that passion of hip-hop that caliber of mc level man remy ma has always been on my eyes as like number one like i i, I automatic i fell in love with remy ma's just cadence flow lyricism just her 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 work ethic and passion for the art man for yeah, sure she's, she's dope and i think the song that you were talking about is miss martin yeah miss martin and yeah that she just said, like you, that you say, was, uh, sometimes sometimes to finish a man's job you gotta send a female to do a man's job yeah something like that i'm sorry i'm buzzing i got a couple drinks in me <laughs> when i heard that was the first track that i heard her on as well but that's and, how you introduced her and that's when i heard that i was like I was like, yo, she she goes in. She's she's holding it down for New York. Like that she she embodied that New York style from the female perspective. Um 
and she did it well and she held her own. It wasn't like like she was she was riding on the coattails of Big Pun or riding on the coattails of Fat Joe. She mm-hmm. held her own with them and that's why I think he respected her so much mm-hmm. and like you said, he didn't have the pool to put her on, but he's like, I'm gonna put you on anyways because your talent can't be denied. And once they see what you what I'm seeing yeah, yeah, and he was on, so and yeah, he he was on, so it was like there's, and the, the track I also remember wrong was you was wrong because you I was used, wrong. Yep, because I used to fuck with Dragon Tough. That was Drag my on. dude. Rough Riders, Rough Riders. I used to shout to Eve. Eve, yeah, I used to fuck with Rough Riders hard, man. And Dragon was my dude. Yeah. I just liked, I I just liked, I liked his flow. Uh, he wasn't lyrically dense, but I liked his flow and. When I heard her on this track, I used to listen to anything that Dragon was on. Yeah, Dragon was sick. And then I heard her on this track, and then I was like, Fat Joe and Big Pun, and that's 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 heavy hitters right there, like mm-hmm. hitting right there. And then to have her on there, to me, again, validated, yo, this is where she belongs. It's mm-hmm. not, she's not fitting in, she's in. She's <laughs> on the, uh... She was on the Big L album too. Yep, and, the and, Big L, Big uh, L, Big Picture album. Yep, on uh, the Tiboro. Yep, Triboro. Triboro, I'm sorry. Triboro. Triboro. That's Man, right. I can Three go boroughs, forever. Yeah. yeah. Um, that that again solidified her her place. Um, she was also on the track we thug in the the remix rather with R. Kelly, Noriega, Buster Rhymes, and Fat Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, she killed it on that shit. I forgot about that actually. Um, man, she's just been around for a minute and staying consistently. Like, two thousand putting out a track, two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand three, two thousand four, two thousand five, two thousand six, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, and then she had the stint, of course, and then uh ten, eleven, twelve. Like she consistently puts out songs, and all of the songs, she's killing it. So she's consistent. What she I, has the talent, man. What I respect so much, and you nailed it. What I respect so much is that she's consistent. Exactly. For a person to get put on by the greatest of all times, then go away for a vacation, be in prison for a while, and then come out with the same flow or even better. Yeah. I don't know what I would do. Like, like really, like if you put your, yourself in, your, in that position, if you went away, whatever it may be, let's just say you went to prison and you came out, I'd be like, fuck rap. I want to go teach. <laughs> or I want to go plant my garden. That's right. Like, like, like your yeah. mind changes. Yeah, your right? mind changes because you've been out the game so long. It's like it's like you onto a new chapter in life. Yeah. Right. That's like, like that's we like, grow up and be adults. That's like going. That's like going to middle school, miss all of high school, and then come back out and saying, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be a cook. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, what? <laughs> For no goddamn reason. It's like shit. Yeah. Like you gotta, you gotta get back in the flow. And she, she, it just felt like she never missed a beat. I respect like that because I'm in that position. I'll put it out there. Like I, I went, I, I, I disappeared from music. I want to get away from it. I hate it. You know, I, I hate rap right now. But now I'm, I'm coming back to it because there's, there's new breaths out there. Yeah, the fresh the, breath of, of life out there. The love is there. The love is there. This, this podcast is there. Give it up right now, man. Clap it up right now for the, for the sonic breakdown. Thank bringing you. back life we trying man we're trying we're trying one listener at a time into the art of everything not just music but the art of everything but to bring it back to remy and ma man like for real like I, I i would i don't know i don't know what would happen if i was in jail in prison for a long ass time and then come back and still be hungry yeah and still be on that mic like nothing's changed like yeah, i'm here and i'm better and still i will anybody's it. ass yeah like and like like literally when I listen to All The Way Up remix Or All The Way Up Rather not the remix Because she's on the original uh, With Fat Joe Like She's going in As if Literally Like this is her first day On the scene Like she's like Like I'm like she's trying to get a deal Like she She's cool She's good Like I'm sure Whatever's going on Fat Joe got her Bruh Like Cause From my experience Or what I've seen With Fat Joe And everybody in Terror Squad they have a sense of loyalty, like true loyalty, and it's hard to find in the in 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 music period that that sense of true loyalty. Um, there's a few crews that I feel have it: ASAP Rocky's crew, a- the ASAP Mob, Pro Era, uh, TDE, For and sure. and uh, 
uh, J. Cole's um, Dreamville. Mm-hmm. Like, those crews, I feel, have a real sense of loyalty. Like, regardless of what happens in the music, what happens with the money, what happens with everything, they're going to hold their crew down. Just period. And I feel that with Terra Squad. So, again, she's, I'm sure she's cool, but she's still rapping like, I got to, like, I'm starving. Like, she, like she ain't ate in the years. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that is another aspect of what I respect about her is because the true greats, just like when we had the Prince uh, podcast, what did we say about Prince? This man has been doing it forever, and he's still making a song a day. That shows the hunger. That shows the thrive, the knew. love of music. It was all he knew, and she's showing that same thing. So you gotta give respect and and deference, in essence, to those that are that are putting in that work and that are are, are putting in that that time. And Remy Ma is one of those people. So I definitely think that's somebody you should check out. Check back her discography. Check back those songs we just named. You know, look at that stuff. Check out her album that came out in um, 2014, I'm Around. Again, the title alone states it. She's around. She's been around. She's been doing this. She's doing this. And Let me say this. When we was younger, in high school, when we want to act hard, we listened to 50 Cent's album, right? That's real. Let's just keep it real. That's real. If you're a female and you're going through some shit and you want to beat somebody's ass, you or you, you want to empower yourself as a lady, as a woman... Listen to Remy Ma. Yeah, you you after listen to her <laughs> album, you walk out your room, yeah. the car, wherever you at, like, oh, nobody's fucking. You with might me. go to jail too, but yeah. <laughs> but but just just control yourself. So, <laughs> Parental advisory. Yeah, big ups, big ups to Remy Ma. Like, I, I, again, Remy Ma or Rhapsody. There are female artists out here, female lyricists that are are killing it, and. To me, it's a little bit sad that we even have to have this conversation of female versus male or male and female, that we can't just have like a rap debate. Yeah. Um, but it's just the fact, it's, it's just, I'm gonna just put it out there. Dope females like Rhapsody, Remy Ma, they're not getting the love that they deserve. People are not resonating with them as well as they deserve. They're not buying their albums at the at the amount that they, that they deserve. And so, probably for the same reason that I actually threw out that disclaimer, when you just yeah, exactly. hear a female verse, you're like, ah, it's a female. Yeah, and they like, automatically because it, it's dominant. The the art is dominated by males, right? It's, yeah, and that's, listeners that's are that's predominantly real. male. But at the same time, like, like they're 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 there. They're though. there. You just gotta find them, and yeah. You, and once you find and them, you gotta be like I said, to it. when I found Rhapsody, like like I said, even in my review, take out male, take out female, take out race, take out gender, take out anything you want. She's dope. Remy Ma, same thing. Take out all that stuff. Take out the fact that she's been to prison. Take out any disclaimer, any qualifications you want to make. She's dope. So, again, for all the males out there, this is my challenge to you. If you say you're really about female equality, uh, being open-minded, you'll check out these, the, these artists that we're talking about because they're worth being mentioned. They're worth being listened to. And if you think that they're as dope as we are saying they are, You'll show them love as well Because It's needed Not just Again I don't want to say Just because they're females It's just needed Artists Good artists Need to be Appreciated And, and shown that love Because By monetary By social media Because if you don't do that The businesses Don't see that them As being profitable If they don't see them As being profitable They don't want to invest in them If they don't want to invest in them We don't get the music So It goes All goes back to I'm being selfish. I want good music. Shit. I'm going to be selfish. I want good music. And these artists are giving good music, so let's do what we can to support them. Um, so that for me, that wraps up Remy Ma. Um, another artist that I, I think we should give some love to is uh, Jean Grey. Jean Grey has been around for a minute. Yes. And yes, I've been rocking with yes. Jean Grey as long as I've been rocking with Common, as long as I've been rocking with Mos Def. As long as I've been rocking with Talib Kweli, as long as I've been rocking with the Roots, she she's been around and I rock with her, man. I like. Let me let me touching back on my nerd quality again. <laughs> Jean Grey got me from the name first. Jean Grey is if Yo, you don't comic know book ass. <laughs> a comic book uh, character. She's in the X Men, so that. I was like, I was like, whoa! 
I was like, I, I don't. And at first, when I first heard and of her, yes, D Ray still rocks X Men underwear. Yep, I do. <laughs> I got Avengers on right now. <laughs> them, them, them tidy whities. No, they're boxer briefs. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck with the boxer briefs. <laughs> got to hold everything together, but you still get a nice breeze. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, but for real, I do rock, rock with a box of briefs. So if you want to send me any, hey, uh, <laughs> donations, any, any uh, fruit of the looms, uh, Under Armour, y'all want to send me some uh, box of briefs? You know, hey, we're open for endorsements. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, back to Jean Grey. That's what got me initially to to check her out, just based on the name. Um, she is a Brooklyn rapper from uh, Brooklyn, New York. Um, and she like 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 Will said, she's been on the scene for a minute, um, not n- never getting the love she deserves to me. Um, but she's also from uh, Southtown Africa. Like she lived in, um, she was born actually in uh, Cape Town. I'm sorry, uh, South Africa, and then she moved to New York. Um, so I can hear some of that accent come out in some verses, some tracks on uh, certain words. Um, that is still there um, And I do want to mention um, Going forward as well Is that She do she does have a new album out Called um, I Sweater Guard um, Which is on iTunes now um, I've really only listened to it once um, The My first listen I, I thought it was a, a decent album um, I, Excuse me I do need to uh, listen to it more To d- die, delper, dive Excuse me Deeper into it to really determine Take your time How well it is um, But <laughs> from my first listen It's a pretty good album um, I do think she's dope I do think uh, she has a um, I want to say a softer approach Than the previous rappers that we talked about mm-hmm. um, Rhapsody and Remy Ma um, But it's not it's not as soft as if you can remember Bahamadia. Exactly. Bah- Bahamadia yeah. was super light, swift, but lyrical. But she's, you know what? To to take it back to Rhapsody, a lot of people that have been fans of Jean Grey can hear Jean Grey in Rhapsody. Exactly. So because if you listen to Rhapsody right now, it's not on. Not, it's not exactly the same. But mm-hmm. you, if you're a fan of hip hop, you you kind of pick that piece, little pieces of it. Yeah, because Rhapsody. Rhapsody's diverse. There's tracks where she's she's rapping hard, like like I said, hard. And then there's other aspects where she's a lot, a lot softer. And in those softer aspects, I do hear some Jean Grey or mm-hmm. some Jean Grey influence or Rhapsody's influence on Jean Grey. However you want to put it, whoever came first, whatever. Mm-hmm. You can hear that the 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 juxtaposition between the two that is not too far off um, in some in some aspects. Um, Ninth Wonder again does uh, produce and is associated with Jean Grey as well. Um, I don't know if it's to the extent that he is with Rhapsody. No, no, no. But, no. It's, but it's, it's more direct with Rhapsody. Okay, that, and that's what I thought. Um, that's for sure. But like you said, uh, she's been tight with the Roots, Talib Kweli, uh, of course, Most Def, Feral March, uh, Immortal Technique, and just those names alone should tell you. That if those artists, those rappers, those uh, musicians are, are are messing with you, speaks to the quality at which you present. Because they don't just rap with anybody. Exactly. Like it's like Jay Z. Jay Z doesn't rap with everybody. Exactly. Birds of a feather flock together, <laughs> and they and they really stick to that that There's philosophy. Be a high reason. Yeah, you have to earn their respect to say, okay, you can roll with us. You can roll with the Giants. You know what I'm saying? Because. Immortal Technique, Feral Mosh, Most Def, The Roots, Talib Kweli, those are giants in the game. I don't care what you say. I don't care. I don't care if they made as much money as Jay Z or not. They, those are still giants in the game. No, real hip hop heads won't dispute Talib Kweli, won't dispute The Roots, won't dispute Most Def, Immortal Technique. Like, again, yeah. So if they're messing with her, that that indicates the level of quality that she's bringing. Um. Uh, again, so again, she's somebody that she's that's really dope that I think you should check out. Um, check out her new EP. Give it some love if you like it. You know, give it a shout out if you don't. Don't give it a shout out. Um, say why you didn't like it. Uh, leave a comment. Let us know what you think about the artists that we named so far. Um, but I do. We have a couple of more names on here that we're gonna try to go through quickly. We know. Um, you know, 
time is getting a little away from us because we gave Rhapsody and Remy Ma so much love. But uh, <clears throat> another. And this concludes the podcast of OMCs. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. So, uh, these are lesser known MCs for me. Um, These are some MCs that I've recently discovered um, doing my research for this podcast specifically. But still nice enough to make this list. Exactly. Put it this way. I'm not going to disregard them. Yeah, I'm not going to. And we wouldn't just put names on the list just to get some names on the list. If we thought Rhapsody, Remy Ma, and uh, Jink Ray were literally only the only ones worth making this podcast, we would stop it right now. But these other uh, three artists... We 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 or I'm sorry, four artists. Pardon me. Um, we think should get some love and some recognition. Um, the the first one that I'll talk about is Sasha Go Hard. Uh, she's from uh, she's from Chicago. Uh, she's been out for I wouldn't say too long, but she's been writing lyrics since she been she's since she was twelve. Um, uh, one of the things that she did say was, "I've always been writing these types of rhymes, even as a child." And she, when she said that line, it was real, um, uh, because like I said, she's been writing this stuff since she's been twelve. Um, I first the song that I heard um, Sasha Gohard sing is uh, "Online." That's the first song that I heard Sasha Gohard rap on. And um, to me, she she has a uh, her cadence. She has a somewhat faster cadence. Um, she spits kind of hard um, that is congruent with other Chicago rappers um, but she has that smoothness that you can hear in a common uh, Kanye uh, you know what I'm saying those Chicago rappers as well um, and in own lane she basically is saying you know she's trying to find her own lane what what how she can separate herself from others um, but the the thing that I took away from that was that she's lyrically proficient as her Chicago counterparts. Um, that's basically what I took away from her. Uh, I, I do need to dive, do, dive deeper into her collection to determine if she's consistent at that level of, of lyrical proficiency. Um, so that I don't know and that I can't speak to. Um, I'm going to just keep it 100 with you guys. Uh, so that's why I can't, I can't go too far deep into that but I do think based on the the one or two tracks that I've heard from her she is definitely worth uh, listening to more I'll give that one a thumbs up because um, you put me onto her and I'll give it a thumbs up yeah like I can't I can't go extra hard in her on in on that based on that song like I did with Rhapsody or something mm-hmm. like that but again like I said it's worth listening to yeah I wasn't turned off like I said it only takes like few seconds for me to get turned off from a female MC. Yeah. So I listened through that track. So Yeah, you did it. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, thumbs up. Um the the next artist that we want to talk about is Invincible. Um she's also from Illinois as well. But uh one one of the tidbits or tidbits of facts that I want to mention that caught my eye, that caught my attention is and that shows her dedication for hip hop is um uh, when she was one she moved to Israel and um, she learned the language at that point, so she didn't know English. And the way that she learned language, or the way that the 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 thing that inspired her to learn English was so that she can listen to hip hop songs. Like that was her only her motivating factor. I'm sold. And learning English was, <laughs> I want to understand what they're saying in these hip hop songs. I like the production. I like the way it sounds. But I don't know what they're talking about. Now that's dedication. For and to hip-hop. me, exactly that yeah. that shows that's love. That's love. And for her to take the time to learn English just for that purpose indicates that, you know, she's, she's trying to go in. Um, another thing that I want to say is she is a, also a so, social activist. So you can hear that lyrical consciousness in her songs. Um, the first so- song that I heard was Sledgehammer. And I want to go to the end of the song, which kind of prefaces why the song is called Sledgehammer. And... There's a quote or a statement from I'm not sure who the person is that's talking, but they're saying that the way that you get somebody's attention is you hit them with a sledgehammer, in essence, and that sets up. Even though it concludes the album, it sets up how like from the beginning of the song, 
she like the song the 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 beat progresses hits you over the head and she literally from the first <laughs> line goes in so hard it's like it's literally like hitting you with a sledgehammer yeah, that, that like quote, that that quote said um no longer can you just tap somebody's shoulder to get somebody's attention. Exactly. Nowadays, you, you got to hit him with a sledgehammer. You got to hit him with a sledgehammer. And that's what she did from that first line in the song. She hit you with a sledgehammer, and it got my attention because I was looking through a list of like 20, 30 female MCs in research for this. And I was going through the list, listening to each song, each song, each song, each song. And I got to this, and I was like, Without reading the title, I literally I was just going song next song next song next, and basing it on what I was hearing, and I was like, oh, wow, she 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 came out the box hard, and then when it got to the end of the song, I was like, oh, <laughs> it all makes sense, <laughs> and so she does come out the box like that. She is hitting you with um, one of the things that I did pick up on that I really enjoyed was uh, the sports metaphors, the sports references. Because I am Outside of comic books I love sports Sports and comics And you got me D-Ray's in <laughs> You got him um, And uh, The sports references Really Got me Is because they weren't Just your average sports references It shows that she has More in-depth knowledge Of the intricacies Of sports And What's going on With these athletes um, Which To me is exciting uh, Finding a woman That is in touch with sports at the level that I am is is attractive. Let's just put it out there. This is ladies. Hit me know up. about sports. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But uh again, no for real. So she hits you with the head from the verse first. Uh, she goes in. Um again I, I think she's somebody that you should look into into deeper. Um especially the fact that she had that level of dedication. I can only imagine the level of dedication that she has now that she knows the language and has a strong comprehension of it and how she's gonna apply that to her own music. Um what was your first in- instincts about that that particular track, Sledgehammer? I was nodding my head throughout it and um I give it two two thumbs up, man. Cool, cool. Uh, I respect it. Okay. Especially when it's new blood. When it's new blood I can listen to it. Alright, cool, I respect it. Keep it moving. Um, but it's definitely something that that'll keep me uh, in tune to to either um, check out more tracks throughout her projects um, and be on the lookout and always keep that on the radar. Gotcha. All right. Well, the next the next artist that we want to move to, uh, I'm just gonna really fast recap the ones that we've went through just in case you guys lost track. Rap City, check her out. Jean Grey, check her out. And that's G R A E. If you don't know how to spell the gray, uh, Remy Ma, Sha- Sasha Go Hard, and Invincible. Those are the, the ones that we went through so far. Uh, the next one that I do want to talk about is No Name Gypsy. Um, well, she was going by No Name Gypsy. She's now just going by No Name. Um, n- I first heard No Name Gypsy, or I'm sorry, let me rephrase. I first heard No Name on Comfortable. It's a Mick Jenkins album off of uh, off of the album The Waters, which I constantly praise, um, like I do Rhapsody Beauty and the Beast. I think uh, The Waters is an underrated album. Uh, it has a very smooth feel from beginning to end. It's very jazz-oriented um, feel as well. Uh, it's very just smooth, and it's very lyrically dense, lyrically conscious. It's a really good album. The concept of The Waters and the different variations and um, different forms uh, uh, and properties that water has is constituted throughout the album. So it's definitely worth checking out. But I heard her on Comfortable on that album, which was one of my favorite, excuse me, tracks on that album, um, which that beat is also used for Too Hot to Riot, Boss, which we also did a podcast on. See how all of this connects. <laughs> like that's, that's how music works. It connects on all those levels. We just connected like four or five artists based on one production track pay attention so that's how we break down stuff guys so think about that um back to no name uh, uncomfortable she has a great verse um it's a really good track um and she emphasizes her smoothness on that album and the track that i let you hear as well sunday morning is more of a lighter uh a play for her that i've heard um a lighter more like it says, like Sunday morning, a light feeling um, track. 
um, it has a nice ease to it, and it shows her more artsy, um, artsy side than uncomfortable. It's more for a more lyrical, dance, more uh, strong hip hop bass side. Um, so it shows that she has diversity. Um, she's very ly lyrically conscious, but even though she does to me rap with an edge, she still maintains her female quality, um, her girly, girly-ish side, um, if you will. Um, that to me separates her from, let's say, a Remy Ma. Um, Remy Ma, not saying that Remy Ma is masculine or anything of that nature, but she tends not to show She's her not more the brat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, which, and again, I'm not saying either of these things is a bad thing, it's just a difference. So I just want, I don't want to hear get mentions about that I'm dissing Remy Ma or anything like that. I'm not dissing anybody. I'm just saying there's differences and we got to respect those differences. Um, or so, you, don't, you don't like lesbian rappers? <laughs> <laughs> like the I, brat? I, I didn't say that, y'all. I didn't say that, y'all. Why everybody. you hate on lesbians, though? I love everybody. <laughs> hey, do what you do. Um, so, yeah, but no, no name Gypsy. I, <laughs> I think I think she uh, she deserves some... Um, some love and some 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 recognition. recognition. Um, one of the lines that I do want to take away from Sunday morning um, that really caught my eye and that to me showed her 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 lyrical abilities is um, close your third eye and look with your real eyes. To me, that that was pretty. That's a pretty dope line um, of like yeah, I I, I took too. it as really like you know take what's in front of you, see what what's really there. You know what I'm saying um, and just the simplicity but the complexity of that line in itself is really dope and again to me means she's thinking deeper than than you might think and that you should really delve deeper into her lyrics and and what she says yeah um next on the list is the 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 last the last and last and final is Sarak yeah Sarak ooh S A, rock R O C. Sa rock. Um, based on the tracks that I've heard from her, I'm, I'm tempted, I'm, I'm inkling to putting her on the pedestal of Rhapsody. Um, again, I need to do more to see if she's as consistent as Rhapsody is because I haven't heard anything bad from Rhapsody. There, seriously. Um, so. I need to find that out But The song that I heard was Code of Hammurabi And if you don't know what that is I'm gonna give you Cause I had to do research To find out what that was I didn't I didn't know what it was But after I researched it I actually saw This piece of art At the Louvre Um Code of Hammurabi Is The oldest deciphered Deciphered writing Of significant length In the world um, so there's a tablet or a piece of stone that has basically written in it codes, codes that were meant for law that tells you, you know, what you can do, what you can't yeah. do. Shout um, out to all the nerds in the world for that one. Exactly. Sure. Shout out to all the nerds in the world. And thank you, D-Ray, for researching <laughs> that. Um, it was it was preserved for the Babylon law. And that's what is written in there. The Babylon law code. And it was written for in. um. For 17, in 1754 BC, BC. Um, and basically it had, like I said, all the laws that were supposed to be established and um, executed at that point for Babylon um, in, in that region. And so my understanding of taking that, and again, it's right now it's at the Louvre, um, it's, it's a nice piece of art. I don't think uh, my my memory of when I saw it, they only had a portion of it because um, it was broke, and I'm not sure if they found the other piece. Um, I, I don't believe they have. I believe that's the only piece. That's why it's considered the the oldest and the largest piece of deciphered writing that we can find. Um, but when I read that and I read the definition of what that meant and what that code was, to me, basically, she's saying that. In this flow, in this freestyle, well, not in this freestyle, in this song, she's giving us what she considers the code of law. Like, 
she's breaking it down for us because she, basically she's saying I have deciphered the oldest the oldest writing schemes and I'm gonna give it to y'all I'm gonna give y'all the secret in essence like um, remember they had the the DVD that came out the secrets and was mm-hmm. supposed to tell you how to enlighten your mind and yeah. do all this other stuff I got it right here right behind me we actually yeah. have it in in the studio actually I got it I got it at the house too <clears throat> but um, basically it's, it's it seems like she's Taking her own version of that in the song, and she goes in from the very beginning. She goes in, and the other thing that I didn't notice, and to be honest, I didn't notice it the first time, but I noticed it when I when I let you hear it as well. Is there's no chorus. There's literally no chorus. The you, instrumentation. You just me. The I, instrumentation is the chorus. Yeah. And then she goes into the second verse, and and then into the third verse. Yeah, we don't need choruses. But. <laughs> To me, to to that's pretty ambitious to to do that because hooks nowadays can make or break a song. Like if if that was one of the criticisms they had against Kendrick and on Good Kid, Mad City, they they said his hooks weren't good enough, and that you know you should take a key from Drake because Drake has nothing but hooks, but lyrical content isn't there. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not shooting fires at Drake. I'm just saying what has been said. Anyways, but for her to have that ambition to say my lyrics are well enough that I will take out a hook altogether and that I have faith in the production alone to speak as my hook, again, to me is, like I said, ambitious and daring, if you say. Um, And it allows you to... to it, to me, it I, I noticed that it gave breath in between the verses because the verses are so lyrically dense that by having no chorus, it gave you time to digest and ingest the lyrical content of those verses. Um, and maybe that's just me thinking too deeply into it, but that's 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 how I took it, um, and as why she took it that right that route, um, and. That song to me really is a sense of poetry, um, in 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 the way that it's structured and the way that she uh, executed it. Yeah, and like I told you earlier, out of all the newbies on this list, that's the one that stood out the most. Yeah, that's why for I said sure. the for best sure. for last. Well, I won't say the, the best, best, but. For last, yeah. one of the, the 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 newbies, I saved her for last because I think she's worth um, checking out. So, again, Sirac, a we're trying to give you some love. If you can show us some love, we would appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but for reals, all of the artists that we mentioned today, um, I, I definitely think deserve some love, deserve you checking out, deserve you taking a listen to, um, and and you know, looking into the discography. Um, and tell us maybe some female MCs that we don't know about that we didn't discover that should have been on this list or that should give us some love and maybe on the next podcast we will give them some love because um, we we really do want to elevate and 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 try to highlight the people that deserve the love not just the people that are in the mainstream that are making the most money that have the the higher chance of giving us some residuals by you know speaking us out because we gave them love no this is really about the love of music about who we think deserves more love who we think deserves more shine um that maybe isn't getting it um because one of the statements of the the website is the lifestyle that begins and flows through music so the music is what is is the center the music is is the son of our of this universe for the sonicbreakdown.com everything else revolves around that um, and so the essence of the music is w- what we're trying to get at. Um, and so that's why we said, again, Rhapsody, Remy Ma, Jean Grey, Sasha Gohard, Invincible, No Name, and Ciroc. Like, You guys it. be the judge now. Yeah, you guys be the judge. We're you just... guys be the judge of this awesome list that we put together. Yeah. And it's our list. Yeah. It's not everybody's list, but exactly. it's, it's our list. But definitely look into it and and see what we see. Yeah, like like uh, a lot of respect in the, on this list, though. Like Kendrick said, we just putting it out there like smoke. If you decide to inhale, that's on you. That's on you. 
if you smoke, it's on you. Yeah, if that's you don't on you. smoke, if you don't. it's still on you. Exactly. It's on you. We just putting it out there like smoke. We putting it out there in the atmosphere. If you want to inhale what we what we what we putting out there, then go ahead. If not, no love lost. We still love you. And so we're gonna leave that podcast right there. Yeah. Two actually you know what? While we're all we were while we were all in the mix of this, I wanna go ahead and add just two more people to this list. Uh that I respect and that I've recently um tuned into. Um one of them being Tink. Oh. Tink is yeah. is, is uh Timberland's uh latest protege. So definitely check out Tink. Yeah, I agree. Tink goes hard. Yeah, I, I. And like I said, I don't even like. I can't vouch for too many female MCs because I tuned out real quick, just like the WNBA. Everybody knows about the WNBA, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, ain't nobody dunking. Okay, nobody's gonna do a, a three sixty dunk. Okay, well, no I, one's gonna shoot a, a Steph Curry three pointer. Okay, I'm gonna tune out real quick. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not hating on the WNBA. They, but, uh, they need love too. <laughs> Yo, support your WNBA. Um, LA Sparks. <laughs> all all female sports support them for no, sure. For real. We, we, but, we do support. Uh, but I want to go back to Tink. Tink is dope because right when I first heard about her, I actually tuned in because I, you know, you know, again, I've been tuned out of music and I've been away from music. And then when I listened to her, I was like, you know what? She's dope. She is dope. She's she understands the art. She understands at her age how powerful her message can be. Yeah. Because not everybody understands that. Everybody kind of gets into and the mode if- of uh, of being an artist and being on the scene, in the scene, and then just throw out music out there. But she understands her position. And, just like Kendrick knows and his, and understands even, his position. It's not even just the fact of understanding your position. It's caring about... Because some people understand that they have that position uh-huh. and that they understand that they should, but they don't care enough to do. Yeah. Because True. I think I think you got to add that in there too. Good because point. Good point. It's, it's like people know and they just don't care enough to do it. Yeah. Because they rather make the money. The fact that she cares enough, like we said, Kendra cares enough that is that they decide because in essence they're forfeiting some of their money because they could be bigger. If they acquiesce to all the things that needed to be acquiesced to make the money and to say the politically correct thing, mm-hmm. they're saying what needs to be said, which is elevating the art and staying true to the art. Because yeah. that's what that hip hop was based on saying things that needed to be said, not what not what the media or society wants you to say. It was based on what needed to be said. Mm-hmm. What was the real feelings of the street. And they're staying Being true to that art. Yeah. So you said Tink and then you said one Tink more. and then I one more that I recently liked off the latest uh the last uh common album is Dreezy. Oh. Dreezy. She uh she's on the track uh Go Harder. Yeah. Um Hustle Harder, sorry. The the track is Hustle Harder. Um and then she's the last one on that on that on that track. She's 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 the one that goes after Common. Was that on um and that was off of the uh, the album um, Nobody Smiling. Yeah, that that album was underrated to me. That, that's a good album. Yeah, I still have it. I still have it in my rotation right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but I, I did forget about. Her, and you're right on that track. She goes in. She goes in. Um, the production on that track is crazy too, though. Um, mhm. No right. ID on, on on most of the tracks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dreezy from Chicago. She's up and coming from Chicago. Uh, Common's putting her on on, on that album, um, and then going back to Tink. Tink is uh, is is right under uh, Timbaland. Uh, still waiting for projects though. Still waiting for a project. Still waiting for an album. But um, uh, hopefully this build up is is worth it. Yeah. So definitely check out all the artists that we talked about today. Um, like I said, leave a comment about other artists that we should uh, should have talked about, or um, tell us about your your feelings about the artists that we did talk about. Um, so again, continue rocking with the the Stay Woke podcast. We are on iTunes. Um, also check in and look at the SonicBreakdown.com. We have album reviews. We have the uh, breakdowns, uh, which are the album reviews. We also have the You See Me videos. Uh, we have some great uh, Terrence Martin videos from the San Francisco Jazz Festival uh, with the lovely, beautiful Rose Gold. 
um, they did a performance. Um, James Fauntleroy also did a performance in that at that concert. Um, so if you know those, James Fauntleroy was on the Kendrick album. He was also on ASAP uh, Rocky's album. Um, James Fallenroy is pretty. He's 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 out there, man. If you don't know about him, check him out. Uh, Rose Gold, like I said, she's a beautiful, uh, amazing, smooth, smooth singer. Um, um, check out her. Uh, uh, so uh, check all that information out. TheSonicBreakdown.com. Stay woke podcast on iTunes, and check what our uh, social media pages: Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook. Uh, Snapchat, all of them, the Sonic Breakdown.com, the Sonic Breakdown, uh, or either the Sonic Breakdown. Um, so again, I want to give uh, I want to give our producers some love. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You can find me on Tinder. That'll be up and coming podcast. We got to talk about that yeah, one. We're we gonna have to bring that up. Uh, I'm we, having fun with that one. Yeah, let 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 us let let us know if you think we should have a a relationship. Uh, uh, 2016. What it's like to uh, to date in uh in America. This computer stuff is crazy. And computer stuff. Uh, uh, so leave a comment on that. So uh, shout out to uh William West for the for producing the podcast and uh, staying on and hosting with me. Uh, this is D Ray Brinson. Again, this is SonicBreakdown.com presented by the Sonic. I'm sorry. This is the Stay Woke podcast presented by the SonicBreakdown.com. Um, so check back with us again. You know we will constantly put up a new podcast. We're branching out. We're doing. We're trying to do as much as we can. So uh, donate, donate, donate. That helps support all that information, all that, all those things. You know the motto: live, love, and above all, mm-hmm. listen to some great music. Mm-hmm.